everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I have a question. Is it okay to hate someone if you don't even know them? I'm interested in your opinion. So the phone lines are open. Operators are standing by. Which is a bit of a joke, because unless this is your first time listening to this podcast, you know that this is a one-man show. It's not even being run out of my garage. The garage is filled with, like, trash and boxes and crap like that. This is being run out of the side room at the house. But... I had somebody point out who had just started listening to the podcast. They didn't even know that they came from a a blog that I wrote years ago. But they asked me a question about the evil couple. And they said, you just seem to hate them. I said, then you haven't listened to enough episodes. If anything, I revere them. In fact, I find Mrs. Evil Couple one of the hottest women on the planet and one of the most evil at the same moment. It's a very twisted thing, and it makes me feel dirty, but I can't get away from it. Because when it comes to doing stuff, like creating content, creating anything, if you can't figure out what you want to write about, what you want to talk about, what the story is, you got nothing. And so when I started writing the blog, at first I was looking for something to write on a weekly basis that I could build up an audience and force them to buy a shitty book that I wrote. Not the shitty books that are currently for sale. This was like a shitty fantasy novel, and uh, it was a nightmare. But I was, what can I write about? What's going to seem fresh and not like, hey, I'm writing something just to write, now buy the book. Well, and then into my life came the evil couple. And every time I sat by them, near them, saw them, there was something else, something fascinating. And they literally helped me figure out what to write about. It's about people behaving badly with a bad attitude and way too much caffeine on board, which just seems to fan those flames. But it is, it's been fascinating. I mean, the old podcast before I pulled it from the public It had over 700 posts. I never ran out of shit to write about. There was always something new. And every time the evil couple came in, I wrote about them. But then for the next 10 days, I was energized. And I would write the first year and a half. I wrote every workday, Monday through Friday. There were five posts a week. And for the first three months, I didn't realize you could post them later. So I just wrote it straight and posted it. And that's kind of why if you ever got a chance to see the old blog, you notice that there were typos. I was using the wrong tense. I used there, 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 always the wrong one. But it had a lot to do with two things. A, I noticed that if I began editing, I began changing what I was saying. And I didn't want to do that. But also, it was just speed writing. I didn't have time to go back and do anything but a brief spell check. Because I thought I had to get it written and posted before I had to be at work. Because I parked a third of a mile from work. And halfway between the parking garage and work was a Starbucks. So I would post up there, crank out today's content post, and boom, I'm at work. And it really, at a period of my life where there was a bit of insanity going on, going through an ugly divorce, it helped save my life. It really helped me. It was cathartic. It was like therapy. And I forced it on everybody else that that liked it and read it. And that's fine because this is my world and you came to me. 
But I still think of the catalyst that kept it going so much in those first few, I'd say the first six months, was the evil couple. You know, they were, they were at one point, they were the whole reason I would rush to Starbucks in the morning just to see if I could catch them. So if they are my muse, I respect the whole process. Now, doesn't mean that I haven't gotten a little jaded when I think about them. I look at them and yeah, they are kind of evil in my estimation. And this whole thing, the blog and now this podcast that's based on that blog is based on my perception. So you get my view of the world. You don't like it. There's your view of the world. But let's be honest, just between you and I, how boring is your view of the world? That's why you're here. You want to hear something amusing and you're tolerating me. That's nice and I thank you for it. Now, go to the Buzz the uh, BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed? Hang on a second. Buzzsprout website. Look up Caffeinated Humor. Click on the show notes. Click support the podcast. And for God's sakes, buy me a cup of coffee. You'll notice it when you get there. It's like you can buy a cup of coffee for 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks. But I'm not going nowhere. Help me make it a better podcast and help me by listening to more episodes. So let's take that entire vicious money whore type attitude. Help me and I'm vaguely helping you. Not really, but that's how I'm phrasing it at least. And roll it all into today's episode. And sometimes evil has the flu on today's caffeinated humor. You know, there are times that doing a podcast or writing a blog is a very tough thing to do. Days where coming up with the idea for the content is next to impossible. And then there's days like today. I got my coffee. I'm in my favorite Starbucks. Right after I finish creaming and sugaring the living hell out of it, my favorite small table opened up. Also the table next to it. So I break out my tablet and keyboard, get myself all set up. And it was during my period where I was moving away from my laptop. I've got a, a nice tablet and a Bluetooth keyboard. I'm going to make this work. Didn't last more than two weeks. And right at that moment, the evil couple sat down next to me. Really? It's just going to fall from the heavens like, like manna from heaven today? Going to be handed to me? Apparently so. Now, I'd been listening to some music on my headphones, so I turned off the music, left the headphones in. All the better to give the impression that I am minding my own business. Now, if it's somebody that I want to listen to that's sitting away from me, I actually bought this. It's a spy thing. You plug it into the USB port on the laptop, and you point the USB. It looks like a thumb drive, like a little flash drive. You point it where you want it to go, and it's a directional microphone, and it can pick up shit from across the room. It's amazing. It's very distorted, but you can still hear what's being said. Now, in terms of giving the impression that I'm minding my own business, it's so that nobody gets a clue of what I'm doing. Isn't that just so fucking cute? Now, this couple has given me some of the finest blog posts that I've turned into a podcast that I've ever written. Even on days they don't come in, after a day after or a week after they have, I'm still energized over it. I mean, lines so shitty, things so incredibly vile sent to each other that they're just, well, evil, hence the name. So what do they have for me today? 
I don't have to wait long. Mrs. Evil has a Russian accent. I don't know why that makes it so much worse, but it is. You are such an asshole. Apparently, they stopped mid-argument at the house or in the car and decided to come for coffee. So they trade nasty comments for the next few minutes, and I find out the following. Number one, Mama Evil, who now lives with them, and the twins have all had the flu for the past week. Number two, Mr. and Mrs. Evil are convinced that they are getting sick, despite the fact that they both stated that they have no symptoms whatsoever. Number three, Mrs. Evil is exhausted because she only slept from midnight to 6 a.m. Now, Mr. Evil admits that he was up every hour from midnight on taking care of everybody. Let's do the math, folks. He's getting even less sleep, if any at all. And he's a doctor! Now, right in the middle of the diatribe on the vile flavor of her coffee, side note, it's a 10-item coffee. It's a caramel macchiato, sprick, just a shake of cinnamon, half-calf, with... Uh, the list goes on and on. It's almost impossible to make. And most of the time, she takes the cup from the cashier and writes it herself. Now, uh, Mrs. Evil morphed the entire complaint about her coffee into a talk about Mr. Evil and his soon-to-be-remodeled office. Now, he works in downtown Manhattan Beach, right by the beach, which means he's well-to-do. But I must admit, I have no idea what kind of uh, doctor he is, what area of medicine he practices in. I know he's always wearing surgical scrubs. Now, Mr. Mr. Evil is the soul of courtesy. He's nice right up until he's not. And what he starts out with today is just middle of the road. It's nice. It's like he's having a pleasant conversation with someone that's not looking to shit all over him. I don't want to face away from the window. I mean, I pay a lot for that view. I'd like to enjoy it. Now, Mr. Evil has a point there. Rent in downtown Manhattan by the beach is stunningly ridiculous. I know this because I have an office there. You can't face away from the door. You don't want someone sneaking up behind you in the office. Now, do doctors fear ninja attacks in their offices? I don't know. I didn't go to medical school. No, you are missing the fucking point. Now, I'm not sure why he's getting so pissed so fast. So I'm going to have to assume that this is the continuation of a much earlier, much longer argument. And when he curses, she usually buckles. It's the weirdest thing. But hold off before you start shedding any, shedding any cheers for her. She is the embodiment on this evil in the, on the entire planet. But their table is apparently a buckle-free zone today. Go ahead, set up your office like a homeless retard. Obviously, the respect of anyone who comes to see you is not that important. I love that line. I love this woman. She said this, sipped her coffee, and winced once more at the inferior taste. Now that's the end of part one, plus my coffee cooled off enough to drink it. 